105.5 WHMP. Couldn't be prouder today than I am of those merry marauding, intrepid marchers, Monty's marchers, who I think are heading up in Greenfield, Dan Torres. I think they must be nearing the end point. Yeah, if the end, do you mean six o'clock? At Hawks and Reed, yeah, and yes, they they are probably coming in, but they are getting close. They are getting much closer to Greenfield, and then the final stop. And then they get to eat. And then they get to eat great food, Cocina Lupita, and uh, Some Stone Ecuadorian soup. food. Yeah, not Ecuadorian. It's, it's different. I thought uh, it was Ecuadorian. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, Stone Soup, and uh, great food from both places. They'll be serving up meals for people. So it should be a lot of fun. I think they're going to have a really good time. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of things are going to be happening there. Uh, giveaways are going to happen as well. Bag giveaways. <laughs> yes, from a lot of cool places. So people should go out to Hawks and Reed. Really go enjoy themselves. Um, Monty's going to be there. I also got a text from a friend that it will also be taped and recorded. Um, and it will be played on Greenfield Television. So... I, I believe. I won't say that for certain, but I, I think they do that every year. So, uh, yeah, 6 o'clock at Hawks and Reed in Greenfield. Yeah, there's nothing like the celebration that happens when people in a group uh, accomplish something important. And, you know, that, that level of camaraderie that you feel, um, in this case as a marcher, raising money to feed neighbors, nothing feels better than that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's really, you know, you, you think about food and how important it is people's lives right i mean without it um you know we get sick we get sick you know and, i found yeah. a i'm gonna look for this poem while i'm talking a poem by Brittany sabatino i'm gonna look at it was it moved me and you understand why when yeah. when i find it but right now this hour we have again a 2500 dollars matching grant for this hour from four o'clock to five o'clock you can call 888-323-HOPE that is 888-323-4673 and make a pledge to Monty's March and dollar for dollar, your pledge will be matched by a matching grant up to $2,500. And you remember how many meals that means, Dan? Um, it's, uh, what, four times? Yeah, it's for every dollar. Yep, there's, it's um, four meals. Four meals. So with this matching with this grant, match, as it's you pointed meals. out, yeah, it means eight meals for someone who is food insecure, um, it's just really incredible. And it's, I, and it's not just healthcare too. It's you know, if you think about education and food, I mean, can you really learn in school if you're hungry? Can your body even and concentrate on that? Because your body is in need of nutrition. You wake up, if you're growing, especially if you're growing, especially as kids. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you think about the use. Of, of food banks throughout the country right now, given inflation, given that some people on fixed incomes can't afford to pay for the food uh, that they need, and they're having to decide between food and medication. So, you know, when you begin to think about that for a lot of people, it really affects the community at large. And the Western Mass Food Bank really takes care of people in need. And they're really trying to not only break a stigma, but also make sure that people have food available for them uh, all year round, all year round. And that's, that's why it's Monty's out there raising the kind of money he needs to raise. Um, 
it, it is to make sure that people have enough food all year round. This happens once a year. So if people go to montysmarch.com, they can still donate. They'll be taking donations even, uh, you know, after six, but um, hopefully people donate before then. So. Yeah, you could be donating all the rest of the week. I mean, yeah. if you do it right now during our hour, because that means this matching grant could be uh, maximizing the amount of uh, your donation. But um, it doesn't end tonight. You can continue to make donations at montysmarch.com or by calling 888 323 Four six seven three. You know, uh, Jim McGovern was in here with Monty and Bill Newman yesterday, and I made a comment about it doesn't matter which side of uh, the ideological spectrum politically you're on. Nobody wants to see their neighbors go hungry, and Monty made a really great point. Um, Monty said, "Look, if if you're an arch conservative who believes that there is no role for government in feeding the hungry, mm. even if you have that view." Mm-hmm. The obligation on you to make a donation, mm. to do it privately, is even greater. And I couldn't help but think, forgive me, Dan, this is going to sound a little sanctimonious, yeah, but it's true. That Well, other than when I was a kid and I took some, you know, some uh, under the table, so to speak, money and um, did that without declaring it, once I became like bona fide, mm. you know, I had a career, um, I'm a progressive, and even though it sounds sanctimonious, it sounds a little holier than thou, I've never cheated on taxes. I declare every penny. The reason why is, how could you be a progressive, demand that government do more, and at the same time not contribute? Your, it's just hard mm-hmm. to look at yourself in the mirror. So it isn't a matter of being sanctimonious. It's just a matter of not wanting to hate myself right, and be embarrassed. Well, the flip side is true. Yeah. If you don't, if you think there's a small role, government should play no role in feeding the hungry. Well, open up your wallet because mm. otherwise you're going to live in a community where some people are hungry, where people have no alternative yeah. but to find some way of feeding their children. And mm-hmm. and um, you know this, I think Monty's March is so incredible. It's it feeds so many people and the food bank of western massachusetts food banks throughout this country they're indispensable these days yeah i mean monty mentioned that yesterday uh, on this show where he talked about okay you don't like government but you know this is the western mass food bank here to provide uh, an important service for people in need at this time and if we think about it the pandemic was only two years ago buzz and even last year when we were doing this the pandemic was over but not exactly and not everybody felt entirely um, safe and so this might be the first year and hopefully people are opening up going to uh, the website montysmarch.com or calling 888-323-4673 that's 888-323-HOPE make a donation even a small donation remember with the matching you can get a lot of people fed throughout the year, and that's what's really important. Last night I was looking at some poems, mm. all of which were relevant. I was trying to Google my way into literacy. Uh, huh. usually fails. But I found this poem by um, Brittany Sabatino, which I would like to just share with people because it moved me. I hope it moves someone to open up their wallet. Sustain the Beat, it's called. This is Brittany Sabatino. Hungry for change, we can sustain. Hungry looking towards the future, 
the march of quiet feet to the beat of voices raising, raised in unity. Seeking true community gives us hope for growth. Upraised fists and outstretched hands, they join in one gesture of, of solid, solidified sorry, solidarity to sustain the beat of positive change, demonstrate compassion, incapacitate hate, and act with love. The future is only as bright as our collective light. I just loved it, and I thought it speaks volumes about what our marchers are doing and the people that are supporting those marchers. There are teams of marchers, and you can support a team telling them that you are trumpeting their concern for other people in the community who are suffering uh, the ravages of food insecurity. There's nothing worse than being hungry. It It is ignominious. It is... Um, it's a total embarrassment to have to ask for. And um, we have this incredible food bank that, is, that feeds people and manages to maintain people's dignity. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and uh, you know, they, they do a service that, you know, people really rely on. Not only to feed themselves, but their children, too. People forget about young, young people and children who might not necessarily have a meal with school being disrupted. I know the state of Massachusetts did a lot, but you look at inflation, you look at other cost of, of living problems that people are having, how essential food is to their growing bodies and their growing brain. I mean, this becomes a real necessity. I also think, you know, Monty uh, went to Washington, D.C., in September, and I think it was great that, you know, they... they the White House Conference. The White House Conference on... on nutrition and figuring out a way to eliminate this. And it was the first conference since Lyndon Johnson. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. You, you see the, that's a priority. And we've had Democrats in the office, but you know, Joe Biden, they look at this, this is, this is feasible. This isn't like it's impossible to do anymore, but to really make sure that, you know, people have food and nutrition when they need it. And, and they have a way of feeding themselves and sustaining themselves given the constraints they may have in life, right? It, it could be work-related. It could be they're retired and fixed incomes. It could be a bunch of things. I mean, I know the Social Security office has, has done a pretty big adjustment this year for those recipients uh, of Social Security. But given all the other... Because, because, of, the of, high, because of the cost of living right. of inflation. 8.9%. 8.9%. But, Buzz, as we know... Uh, everything is going up. It isn't just food. And so when you begin to make changes and maybe you need medicine or other things, you, you're going to see more people rely on these these services. So you see how important something like the, the Western Mass Food Bank, plus they're moving, they're going. That's and setting up to, Yeah, setting up shop in, in Chicopee, and it'll be a bigger facility. They could service more people. Be more efficient. More efficient and uh, do everything that they need to do. And I, I think that's... Um, Really well, important. they can only do it's everything they need to yeah. do if there are other people who contribute. Who contribute and feel like they, they want to help out in the community and support people. And how do we contribute? Montysmarch.com or calling 888-323-4673. That's 888-323-HOPE. Right. Hope it is. Yeah. You know, as long as, you know, we talk about food scarcity and really we're talking about poverty. 
We're yeah. talking about um, a country that prides itself in the unequal distribution of resources mm. among people. And I get it. I mean, I get it. I get why some people believe that the invisible hand of Adam Smith and free enterprise carries the day and that, you know, competition leads to great innovation and and uh, and all of that. I'm not here to debate that, but what I do know is that the uh, the offspring of poverty is hunger and lack of health care and lack of shelter. And for people to live without adequate food, shelter, or, or health care, um, it, it's, it affects every one of us. We all see them in the street. We all know that they exist. Can I make a slight defense here of uh, Adam Smith as well? He also wrote The Theory of Moral Sentiments, I believe, and where he, he criticizes uh, what we think today of a free market society. So he, you know, he applied free markets ideas to a different type of society in construction. So he, he wouldn't necessarily believe in free markets if it's, you know, necessarily looking at the way our society is constructed. So I, I'm not defending his uh, free market belief or the invisible hand, but I'm just saying he also wrote about, um, you know, how society also yeah, needed to be you shaped. Know, I, so. I went to undergraduate school just studying that stuff. Yeah. I loved those, the, the theories and yeah. um, I did, I do actually to this day. But the thing is, we have to live in the society we we have to live in, right? It's very hard to just completely. You could even if you live off the grid, you still there's there's stuff you have to do, and um, I can't help but but think um, about all the different ways that uh, I'm a hypocrite. I say I don't believe in that, and yet I have to partake in it. Mm. I have to participate in it. And the truth of the matter is one way to deal with that hypocrisy is just acknowledge that you're not going to be able to live in the society that, you know, that halcyon, uh, the, the wonderful image that you've read about and dreamed of. Instead, your generosity. It's people that you will never meet. Mm. That's how to feel really good about yourself. That's how to dampen that feeling of hypocrisy. That's right. That's why people need to go to montysmarch.com and donate if you can. We really appreciate that. We have a matching grant. So $2,500. Up to that amount, every dollar that you pledge is going to be $2. Every one of those dollars can make four meals. Two of those dollars, when the matching grant kicks in, as Dan pointed out yesterday, makes for eight meals. Nowhere can you find a place where you can get that kind of deal except if you're a food bank. And the food bank does have the capacity to make that kind of thing happen. So 888-323-4673, and we're going to take a break right now. That'll give you the opportunity to listen to our sponsors, but also make that call. We'll be right back right after these messages. This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 WHMP. But it's on 
When it's happening here in the Valley, we're talking about it. What, what I'm trying to communicate is that there are many, many layers of, of safety management in place at Eversource to ensure that we reduce as much risk as, as possible. Does the Bliss Street Station intentionally vent gas regularly? Because I can tell you that it vents gas. Pretty much every time I've gone to that area, I have smelled gas. 1015, 1400, and 1240. We are the Valley. We are WHMP. Want to support the kind of talk you hear on the afternoon buzz? Want to hear your business's message here on WHMP? Email us, your message at whmp.com. We'll help you craft a marketing message that'll reach listeners of your favorite WHMP show. And you'll be supporting the local news, valley talk, and progressive voices you hear right here on WHMP. Let us know about your message. Email us, your message at whmp.com and add your message to our mission. And hear your message right here on WHMP. Your message at whmp.com. Hi, this is Dr. Jenny Garber, former college athlete and now arthroscopic and shoulder surgeon at New England Orthopedic Surgeons. I'm proud to be one of the board-certified team of doctors who's ready to tackle any orthopedic or sports injury, from shoulders and elbows to knees and ankles and everything in between. Here's this week's injury wrap-up for your New England football team. New England won over New York on Sunday, but they may have lost center and team captain David Andrews in the process. Andrews suffered a serious thigh injury that could end his season. Left tackle Isaiah Wynn was also forced to leave Sunday's game with a foot injury and never returned. His status for the Thanksgiving Day game against Minnesota is questionable. And tackle Trent Brown missed Sunday's game with an illness and is questionable for Thursday. This week's injury wrap-up is brought to you by New England Orthopedic Surgeons. With convenient locations in Springfield, East Longmeadow, and now Northampton, you can trust we'll give you the best bona fide care. So visit anyortho.com to schedule your appointment today. Because at New England Orthopedic Surgeons, our team will get you back in the game. Need a ride to the doctor? Tech support? Pictures hung? Looking to connect with others in the community? At Northampton Neighbors, our goal is to help seniors live independent, fulfilling lives by providing connection and support along the way. We are free of charge and offer a range of social and volunteer opportunities, as well as services for members 55 and older in Northampton, Florence, and Leeds. Membership in Northampton Neighbors is about more than aging in place. It's about engaging in place, this place, the city of Northampton. We welcome one and all to join, volunteer, or donate to Northampton Neighbors. Together, we can create the community we all want to live in now and in the future. Find us at NorthamptonNeighbors.org or by calling 413-341-0160. Thank you. This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 WHMP. And we are back nearing the end of the second day of Monty's Extraordinary March and Monty's Extraordinary Marchers, those teams of people who solicit contributions, sponsorship, all of which feeds our neighbors, people deserving of more than hunger, um, food insecurity. There is no place for it in the United States, but certainly not in this valley. It is a rich and fertile area that we live in um, compared to many places in the country. There's adequate... Uh, nobody should go hungry here. So we have this extraordinary food bank which makes sure that people have available to them um, food. 
um, to to offset the food scarcity that poverty so often causes. Children cannot learn without adequate nutrition. Elders cannot survive without adequate nutrition. Monty's March adds hundreds of thousands of dollars at four meals per dollar to the struggle against food insecurity in Western Massachusetts. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit more about the food bank's move to Chicopee, Dan. Well, I mean, I know it's been in the works for a few years now, and um, I forgot the town it's currently in. It's not Waitley. It's, it's, in, it's in a rural area. Um, but they've been working... They've been working towards this move, the planning, the facility, you know, where it's where it's going to be, what would be strategic for their move? Where where could it where could they meet? Where could they be where they would have the strongest um, uh, ability to provide, you know, meals for people? Where is the need the greatest and one where the space uh, where they could find the space that that would provide the meals for people? So I, I think they. They um, they found it in in Chicopee. I think and if you think in about Hatfield it, now. they're in Hatfield. That's it. Yeah. Okay. They're in Hatfield now, and so this new location in Chicopee is larger. They'll be able to to do. I think it's four, something like three or four times larger, and so they'll be able to uh, provide more meals to more services and be closer to the communities in the greatest need too. Right there, and it's a strategic location. Um, right, Hatfield, it, it not necessarily the best strategic given the needs that yes, exist the in the community. Part of the valley. It's not, yeah. in the, it's not necessarily it's not in the valley itself. So I think where they're thinking is they're thinking long term, and they're thinking where could we move where we'd have the strongest uh, impact in the local communities. And I think they found one in Chicopee that would have the the facility size they need in order to provide the services they that. Uh, people rely on and the communities rely on. And so, yeah, they've been, I know they've been talking about it at least for a year, probably two years, or it's probably even been longer than that in, in terms of phasing, but they're getting close to now making this move. They've already planned everything out. So they will be making the move. That's why, that's why Monty called it making moves. Right. And so that, that was the theme that uh, he put together is this is the big move for the Western Mass Food Bank. And um, it's just such a great organization. Yeah. Andrew Morehouse is the executive director. Nancy Robinson, the senior director of operations. Shirley Del Rio is the director of food operations. Christina Maxwell, the director of programs. This is an, and others. And forgive me for not mentioning everyone because um, it's an organization whose sole purpose is to fight against food insecurity in this region. They do an extraordinary job, but they can't do it without our help. And Monty's March provides such a large amount of help. You, too, can participate. You, too, can be someone who's making moves. You just have to dial 888-323-4673. That's 888-323-HOPE. Or go to Monty's March or go to the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts. Any way you do it. Is a $2,500 matching grant. And anyone who calls that number, 888-323-4673, during the next half hour, will be able to get the benefit of the $2,500 matching grant. So even while we are um, here with Playbill, 
uh, with Jackie Walsh and today's guest. Always a great time for us. Um, you can still be calling in and making your commitment to your neighbors, your community. Equalize that playing field. Help people's health. Help people's learning. Help people survive. We're going to be right back after these messages. Do stay with us. Do make that call. Happy talk. Keep talking happy talk. Talk about things you'd like to do. This is the after. For WHMP News, I'm Jess Tyler. Northampton City Council will hold a special meeting tonight to discuss the tax rate. Single-family homeowners would potentially pay $400 more per year, or 6%, if the council approves the new rate. Even though the tax rate is projected to go down, taxes would go up because the assessed value of an average single-family home in the city has skyrocketed in the past year. The special Zoom meeting will be held at 7 p.m. A Massachusetts bill has passed legislation that will prevent individuals with outstanding student loan debt from having their professional licenses revoked. Currently, until the bill is signed by Governor Baker, Massachusetts is one of 14 states where licenses or professional certification can be revoked, denied, or refused for renewal as a result of residents defaulting on their loans. There is nearly $31 billion in federal student loan debt of approximately 1 million Massachusetts residents, with an average debt of $34,146 per borrower. And Monty's March is wrapping up later today. Congressman Jim McGovern was among the many participants who joined leader Monty Belmonte for the 43-mile walk to raise money for the food bank of Western Mass. I have been pushing a shopping cart from Northampton to Greenfield for 13 of these events. However, over the last six or seven years, we've turned it into a two-day event starting in Springfield to Northampton, 17 miles on the first day, and then Northampton to Greenfield on the second day. The walk wraps up in Greenfield later today. Mostly sunny this afternoon with a high of 44 to 48. Scattered clouds tonight, evening temps in the 30s, overnight low in the 20s. Mostly sunny tomorrow, a high of 46 to 50. Mid-40s and mostly sunny on Thanksgiving. 22 News Storm Team Meteorologist Brian Lapis, 101.5 WHMP. Sunday mornings on WHMP means polka, polka carousel. Every Sunday morning from 8 till noon, TZ brings his award-winning polka carousel to the airwaves of the valley, playing the polka classics and the latest polka hits. There are polka hits? Brought to you by Saluzniak Funeral Home, Northampton's funeral home for over 110 years and four generations of unparalleled, thoughtful memorial care. It's polka carousel every Sunday morning from 8 till noon, WHMP. Welcome the arrival of the new year in the heart of historic Old Deerfield at the Friends of Deerfield Jubilee. On New Year's Eve, we're kicking off a year-long celebration of Deerfield's 350th anniversary. Enjoy a gourmet dinner, cash bar, raffles, and music by the O-Tones of Northampton. Tickets are $100 or $180 for two. For tickets and more information, please visit friendsofdeerfield.org. Thank you to our sponsors, Greenfield Savings Bank, AFI Furnishings, and Ralph's Blacksmith Shop. 
Getting your credit score and credit report free is another great reason to bank at Greenfield Savings Bank. With the GSP Credit Center, you can monitor your credit score and credit report as often as you like, set up alerts, and find tips on how to improve your credit score. Getting your credit score and credit report free is another great reason to bank at Greenfield Savings Bank. With the GSP Credit Center, you can monitor your credit score and credit report as often as you like, set up alerts, and find tips on how to improve your credit score. Monitoring your credit score and report is an important tool in protecting your finances and can help you identify errors and prevent fraud. Our GSP Credit Center is just one of the great benefits that comes free with both our free online banking and our free mobile app. And with the GSP mobile app, you can check your score and access your credit report free anytime and from anywhere using your mobile device. And checking your credit report at the GSP Credit Center will not affect your credit score. Sign up today at any of our offices or online. Greenfield Savings Bank. GreenfieldSavings.com. Member FDIC. Member DIF. Mobile carrier charges may apply. This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 WHMP. And welcome back for those of you who are with us to the first segment of our program. And for those who are just joining us, remember this is Monty's March Day. There's a matching grant of $2,500. All you have to do is dial 888-323-4673 and your pledge, dollar for dollar, it's doubled up to $2,500. That means for every dollar you give, there's eight meals to feed someone who's food insecure. No small thing. And you could then sit down at the Thanksgiving table and feel good about yourself. Speaking of feeling good, it is Playbill time with Jackie Walsh. Hello, Jackie. Hey, Buzz. How's it going? It's going really well. So this is Thanksgiving week. What do you have yeah, for us? Yeah, and there's stuff happening. So um, I highly recommend seeing Margaret Marr and the Celtification of Emily Dickinson. This Greenfield woman, Rosie Keane, has written all the music. The songs, each song starts at least with um, a poem by Emily. Maybe all the lyrics are poems. Um, and it's about this Irish maid who lived with the Dickinsons and... For 30 years. Yeah, and cooked with Emily and apparently had something to do with the publication of Emily's poems. And that is Saturday, December 3rd at 7.30, Sunday, December 4th at um, 2 at Hawks and Reed, and you can go on their site that's in Greenfield to find ticket information. Love, Millie, and Murray is at the wonderful Majestic Theater in West Springfield through December 4th. It's a comedy about a couple married for 57 years. It's called A Perfectly Unperfect Love Story. And you need to wear a mask there, which is not true at most theaters these days. Um, there's also Up, One Man's Journey to Feminism by Peter Prine. He wrote it and is acting in it November 27, 3 to 5 at Happy Valley Comedy, 1 Mill Valley Road in Hadley. It's seven vignettes about his own life. So he worked as a therapist working with women. He attended an all-boys school, and he flew as a pilot in Alaska. So that should be great. There's also Return to Abya Yala by Aria Lune Acevedo. It's a new play reading about the journey of a young, detribalized woman who seeks reconnection to her roots, lost from centuries of colonization and generational trauma. That's November 30th and December 1st at 7 at El Mercado Hall in Holyoke. That's at 4, 413 Main Street. 
And today we are talking to a very interesting guest, Michael Bobbitt. He's the executive director of the Mass Cultural Council. He's a former play director, choreographer. He was the artistic director at the new repertory theater in Watertown and a venture theater in Maryland. And most of us know the Mass Cultural Council gives out grants for theater groups in the Commonwealth, essential to a lot of plays. I, you know, I know plays, a lot of plays happening could not happen without that money. But today, we're focusing on a new program that the Cultural Council runs, which is the EBT Card to Culture program. This allows people who are on food stamps to come to plays for really cheap, five, ten, twenty dollars. Some of the plays are seventy-five dollars. So people can come with their EBT card and pay for their friends. Up to four people can go in a lot of cases. So I love that. Yeah. I am so psyched about it. So Michael, how are you doing? I'm good. How's my hair? <laughs> it could be anything because we don't see you. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for uplifting the theater out there. Uh, I, I uh, need to come out there and see everything, and yeah. my special special it, love for you for um, for fo focusing on it. Thank you. Yeah, it's really every weekend. It's hard to choose what to see. Um, so I read a lot of questions, and I realized I the first thing I want to hear is what problem is this program addressing. Yes, I do want to um, clarify that EBT is just one of our partners. So uh, the Cards of Culture program makes cultural programming accessible to low-income and working families across the Commonwealth, mm -hmm. mostly by breaking down financial barriers and preventing um, that prevent full participation. It's a great way to, to form a connection between the cultural doers and the people that love arts and culture. And we have um, we have a few partners that we work with, uh, a partnership with three state agencies. There's the Women, Infants, and Children's Nutrition Program with the Department of Public Health. As you mentioned, the EBT Card to Culture, which is the electronic benefits transfer. That's a partnership with the Department of Transitional Services Assistance, and um, also the Connector Care, which is um, in partnership with Massachusetts Health Connector. We've gotten 320-plus cultural organizations participating in this in a program that started in 2017, and I think it's more than 780,000 people have benefited from this. Wow, that is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, it's really yeah. fantastic. Right. So what do you love about the program? Well, you know, there's nothing like arts and culture that can that can make people feel healthier and happier. Um, and so what I love about this is, is especially being a, a, a poor black child from D.C. And, and not having the means to get to arts and culture, um, being able to go into any arts organization that's participating in the program and have access to the museums and the performances and um, discount rates on all kinds of things. People are actually starting to use it for parking and gift shops. Um, to be able to have that access and not have the finances be a barrier is a, is a huge uh, win for everyone. Right. Organizations diversify their audiences and people that may have hardships get to participate in arts and culture. Right. So out here in Western Mass, within driving distance of Northampton, a short drive, Amherst Cinema, Academy of Music in Northampton, Barrington Stage in Pittsfield, the Clark in Williamstown, Historic Deerfield, and Shakespeare and Company in Lenox. Those are just a few of the places. Um, I think I read on one of your lists the Aquarium in Boston is participating, which is very cool. 
So how, if someone's listening and they're involved with um, a theater group or some other cultural group, how does it work for them? Is it a long process to sign up? No, no, we will. So if, they, if you're participating in any of those three programs, the EBT, the Connect2Care, and the WIC program, um, you can reach out to them and they will send you information about what organizations in your region are participating. Or you can reach out to Mass Cultural Council and anyone on staff can put you in touch with the right person to tell you how to get signed up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find out on, on our website all the different organizations that are participating so you can look in your area to see who's participating and reach out to them. The great thing is that these discounts um, are working for organizations any time of the day. So it's not a special performance you're going to. We really make sure our organizations are providing these discounts um, and sometimes free tickets um, for all the performances that they're offering. Um, So it's a regular performance season. It's available during normal operating hours. Uh, available to families or individuals that are holding the cards, and it's administered through their regular ticketing process. And what is the website, Michael Bobbitt? How do people get in touch with this process? Yeah, we're at massculturalcouncil.org. You can Google search that. It'll pop up. All of our social media will pop up as well. I am so grateful. Um, By the way, folks, it is the last day of Monty's March. And you can, uh, I think it's the same principles at work with Michael's um, uh, desire to make arts and culture accessible to people regardless of their ability to pay. Well, people are food insecure in this incredibly rich valley in which we live. And it's so important that our neighbors have access to food for their young children, for their elders, for themselves. You can pick up the phone and dial 888 323-4673. That's 323-HOPE. And make a pledge during the rest of our show for the next 16 and a half minutes. There's a $2,500 matching grant. uh, And for every dollar that you give, we'll meet another dollar, which means total of eight meals for every dollar that you give. Where can you get that kind of productivity other than with Michael Bobbitt? And the program that the Mass Cultural Council is promoting. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to be back with Michael and hear more about this extraordinary and wonderful uh, way of making arts, precious arts, available to all of us. We'll be right back with Michael Bobbitt and Jackie Walsh right after these messages. Do stay with us. This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 WHMP. It happens all over Massachusetts. In every home and every community. Be careful on your bike. Learning can happen anytime, anywhere. We'll see you at practice this weekend. And no matter how learning takes place in your family's life, Desi is there as your partner. The Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. Never stop learning. Find out more at mass.gov slash back to school. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Department for Elementary and Secondary Education. At American National, we understand the tried and true farm and ranch lifestyle. And what's important to you is important to us. You deserve an insurance plan custom made to meet all the specific needs of your agribusiness operation. American National offers flexible farm and ranch policies with package options to help better protect your livelihood. 
We're right by your side. For more information and to connect with a local American National agent, just visit AmericanNational.com. American National Property and Casualty Company and Affiliates, Springfield, Missouri. One of my friends at the Stone Soup Cafe told me a story that's typical of what happens there. She was working at the community garden at the Greenfield Town Farm. She encountered an older woman there, and it was a rough encounter. She didn't leave happy. Later on that week, she came to the Stone Soup Cafe, and she found herself sitting next to that very same woman, and they developed a relationship. And the young woman goes to help the older woman with her gardening, and the older woman is giving lessons to the younger person on different plants and how to grow various things. My name is Ari Pliskin. I'm the executive director of the Stone Soup Cafe. The Stone Soup Cafe is a weekly community cafe that takes place in the parish hall of the All Souls Church church in Greenfield. By operating on a pay-what-you-can basis, it's available to all kinds of people, and a lot of people come who are hungry and who need a meal in order to meet their basic food needs, and other people come just because they love the environment and they love the atmosphere and to have a good time and be part of something special. To learn more, please visit stonesoupgreenfield.org. A new report from real estate marketplace Zillow found home prices have fallen sharply from their record highs reached earlier this year, mainly because high mortgage rates have made homes less affordable. But in a boost for buyers, a drop in sales has caused mortgage rates to fall dramatically. Before complaining about all those extra airline fees, consider this. A new report suggests those fees are keeping airfares low. The report shows the average airline ticket adjusted for inflation has gone down by 50 percent since 2013 because airlines make so much money on ancillary fees. If you still haven't made Thanksgiving dinner plans, you might want to consider having the holiday meal at a restaurant. While prices of typical holiday food are soaring at the supermarket, many restaurants are offering deals for as little as $12 a person. I'm Mark Huffman. Learn more at ConsumerAffairs.com. This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 WHMP. And it is Playbill with Jackie Walsh. Jackie, I'm so glad that you brought Michael Bobbitt on. Um, uh, This mission to make the arts and culture more accessible to those people who otherwise wouldn't have resources to open the theater doors and go in. I just love this. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I got interested in part because I went to a show in Western Mass maybe a year ago, and it was an all-black cast, a fantastic show, lots of music, and uh, the audience was extremely white. And just a block away across from where I parked, there was an apartment building where most people living there we're African American, and I just, I just was, and I've noticed this with theaters that I've worked in that very close by, there are people living who never set foot in the theater, and we haven't made it an easy thing to do. And uh, this program is a step towards that. So, Michael, I'm, I'm curious about your own observations about diversity in casts, and and I realize this isn't just helping theater, but. Um, casts and uh, directors and producers and then audiences. Yeah, I think that a lot of work has been done recently to make sure that the people on stage and maybe even backstage and creating the work that's on stage um, are diverse. And I think the, the challenge now is for arts organizations to figure out how that translates into audiences. Certainly people of color like to see themselves reflected in stories and they tend to show up. 
-hmm. You can look at the phenomena of um, the Wakanda and Black Panther when they see themselves show up. And so I think it's just a conscious effort of of arts organizations to really think about how they're engaging with organizations and to reflect deeply on what they're doing that may be making their spaces not as comfortable for people of color to attend. But I'm hoping that as we continue to diversify this work, we'll see things changing. You know, one of the things that makes me a black man, a person of color, is that arts and culture is inherent in in my race. You ask me what makes me a black man, I'll tell you, it's the music and the dance and the language. Right. I think arts organizations have to think that they have built in audiences with people of color that already love arts and culture. Now it's their job to find out how to get them in. Right. This program helps people get in the door. Uh, if they're part, if they participate in any of these three different um, cards, and so it offers discounts and sometimes even free admission to to places. Mm-hmm. And um, so I I just worked on um, with Valley Light Opera on a, on an opera, and uh, we did um, decide to have uh, f- uh, free entrance to people with EBT cards, et cetera, or not free. Uh, I think it was ten dollars. Um, but how how do you get people who may not Theater may not be part of their life. How, what are some of the strategies people have used to get people to come and get the discounted tickets? How do you let them know that this this is happening and that it could be interesting and, and fun? I mean, it requires a different kind of marketing. And so some organizations that um, maybe don't have the perspective on their marketing team to understand how diverse people receive marketing. It might be good for them to think about contracting with a person of color that's in the marketing world that may have tips and tricks on on what kind of marketing you might want to do. It also is sort of group by group. There's processes called consensus organizing where maybe you work with a group of volunteers that are connected to the communities you're trying to reach and get them to involve those people in the creation of the work or, or the, or the, again, the marketing and the outreach efforts. Uh, it's going to be a lot of work. And I think we have a lot to learn about, about this. Um, but I think it can be done. And I've run two theaters before and I flipped both those theaters from becoming predominantly white to predominantly multicultural. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of like step-by-step action. It's really interesting, Michael Babbitt. Um, Bobbitt, I'm sorry. Um, Jackie brought on from Shakespeare and Company two actors. I think that the name of the play was Him. It was a two-person play, and they were both African-American males. And you, Jackie, asked that question, because one of them had been in acting for 30 years, and you asked him about diversity and what he's seeing as a black male, as a black person, uh, in terms of the theater growing. And he said... I have seen so much improvement in terms of African-American actors finding more roles, but in terms of administration and management, it just isn't happening. Is that your experience, Michael? Yeah. And I, and I, I want people to think about the, the diversity of the people in the decision-making positions will help audiences, um, change, demographics change and grow. And I should not call it change. I really should call it growth because that's really what the opportunity is. I don't think you're going to lose your, your, your patron base or only add to it by making sure that decision makers and people in leadership um, positions, if, if they're more diverse and there's more 
there's more perspective to help you in reaching audiences that maybe you haven't reached before. Jackie, uh, uh, and I'm so glad that you're uh, having Michael on be- today because today is Monty's March. We're in the very end uh, stages of the March. People can still donate by calling 888-323-HOPE. That is 888-323-4673. We still have a matching grant. Your dollar becomes $2, which means your four meals become eight meals. Please, this is our neighbors. And while we're talking about making culture, theater, arts more accessible to people, let's make sure that they're, they're fed enough so that they can appreciate it, Jackie. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so, Michael, you have this program has brought over 700,000 people into cultural um, places such as theaters. What do you have in your pocket for the future? Are there other changes that you're making to the program or additional programs? Well, this one we want, we want to expand. I mean, my dream would be every single arts and culture organization in the whole state participates in this. Uh, it's, again, a great way to expand your audiences and also raise the importance and relevance of accessing art and culture. Uh, and like I said earlier, it's a good way to foster a connection between cultural organizations and the people that, that want to attend. So hopefully scaling this up. Um, again, I'm, I am in a place where the, the cultural sector has been devastated by the impacts of COVID. So we're always trying to figure out ways to help us come back in a robust way, maybe even better than uh, what we went into the pandemic with. Um, and I hope everyone out there enjoys arts and culture. It is sometimes the third or fourth largest sector that contributes to the state's GDP and generates lots of income. It helps kids do better in school and help people have a healthier mindset. So help people are buying tickets and going to the museums and participating in it. And if they can't do that, they're donating um, and supporting their local arts and culture um, sector. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if you're involved in an organization who would like to participate in this program, you should go to the Mass Cultural Council website. Yes, that's massculturalcouncil.org. And, uh, and find anyone on staff and shoot them a note, and we'll get you connected with the staff people that, that manage and monitor this program. And if you, say, work with refugees who you think would enjoy going to a show or going to the aquarium or you're a per- person of low income who would like to participate in, in going to um, cultural events, where would they go to find out yeah, more? So- yeah, if anyone is, is participating in any of these three programs, the Women, Infants, and Children program, the Electronic Benefits Transfer, EBT card, um, and also Connector Care, you're eligible for these discounts at organizations. So just find us, and we'll put you in touch with organizations that are in your area, um, and, uh, and hopefully you can get to enjoy arts and culture if you like. Arts and culture don't just represent an appreciation for the work of other people. Arts and cultures create opportunity for political expression, for community dialogue, for shared experiences, for civic work. The arts have long, as long as we've had societies, the arts and expressions of, uh, of artistic nature and cultural nature are part and parcel of what makes a community a community. We also need to make sure everybody gets 
bed. And to do that, just pick up your phone, write it down, 888-323-4673. That's 323-HOPE. Michael Bobbitt, I just can't tell you how appreciative I am. And I'm so grateful that Jackie brought you on so I could know about this. I didn't know about this. And you're making arts and culture accessible. You get last word. What do you like to leave our listeners with? Thank you so much for highlighting this program. Thank you much for uplifting arts and culture in our great commonwealth. It is, it is one of the great assets of this, of this state. Jackie, you're a great yes. asset of this state, too. <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing Michael on. Thank you, Michael. Everybody, yes. we will be with you tomorrow, but have a great holiday season. Remember, Thanksgiving is coming. It's a good time to think about others who are food insecure. Be generous. Montysmarch.com. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Michael. Bye-bye. Thank you. This is the Afternoon Buzz with Buzz Eisenberg, 101.5 WHMP. Thanksgiving or a National Day of Mourning. Join us for a special edition of The Reverend and the Rabbi, plus Ira Helfen immediate past president of the International Physicians for the Prevention of Nuclear War and a member of the steering committee of Back from the Brink. All this beginning Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Get in on the conversation. Bill Newman. Weekdays at 9. And again at 5. WHMP News, Information, and the Arts. Live and local news and talk for Northampton and the Valley since 1950. WHMP Northampton. WHMQ Greenfield. Northampton Radio Group Station.